Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to dive into our full Round 21 preview this afternoon. Uh, not as deep as we usually go. We're a bit short on time this afternoon. I'm going to go through and give you all of my tips and some of the players that I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. And, of course, tonight we kick off with the Newcastle Knights taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Brisbane Broncos without Katoni Staggs, obviously, a massive loss. I thought he was unreal last weekend. I thought he was the focal point of their attack. He looked sensational. Without him, I think they will struggle in this game. We saw the Newcastle Knights have a huge bounce back last week. Probably their most impressive game of the season and it was the left edge that was humming and this is where I would be looking for your anytime try scorers here. I'm expecting a really big game from KP tonight. If I was to have Kalen Ponga in Supercoach, I would definitely consider putting a VC on him tonight. I think he's going to have a big game. You've obviously got that left edge of Bradman Best and Anari and Tawala who was unreal last week. I'd be looking at Bradman Best to have a big game this week. A lot of eyes on Tawala there. Uh, obviously, the hooker's out. Brayley, so you got Chris Randall stepping in, who's a really solid option. Uh, but for me, I think that sort of opened up the field for them a little bit. He's not as creative, Randall. I think he'll be more of an off-the-deck kind of guy. So I think there are plenty of options uh, for your outside backs for any time try scorers. But I will be taking the Newcastle Knights there. Personally, I think the Brisbane Broncos, they've improved a lot over the last few weeks. But without Katoni Staggs out on that right edge, it really limits their options. You've still got Brody Croft at seven, which is a worry for me. You've got Albert Kelly coming off, off the pine as well, but we've heard that it looks more than likely he's going to play a bit of time at hooker. Obviously, Jake Turpin is injured. you got Danny Levi starting there as well. So a lot of changes for the Broncos. You know, the, the pack's been doing really well recently. Obviously, Paliasia, Payne Haas have been on another level, as has Jordan Ricky. He's been really good. But I really just can't go past the Newcastle Knights here. Another guy I'm tipping is going to have a big one tonight is Connor Watson. I feel like he's been warming to the task, and he, we haven't really seen enough of Watson this year, in my opinion. I know the sort of high-end ability that he has, and... Yes, we've seen little sprinkles of good footy, but I'm tipping he's going to have a big one tonight for the Newcastle Knights. For me, I'll be taking the Knights at 13-plus in this game. Bradman Best for a double would be my tip. 
Friday afternoon, 6pm, we've got the Canberra Raiders taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Obviously, Raiders coming off a pretty disappointing loss last week to the Newcastle Knights. They were unreal in that one. Same as the Dragons coming off a slashing uh, at the hands of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They were great last week as well. Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell putting on an absolute clinic. When I look at this game, I want to say the Canberra Raiders. I think that the way that Jordan Rapana is playing at the moment, he is just popping up everywhere. He is so keen on his footy at the moment, which he always has been, but I love the way that he's playing at the moment. I think that Matty Tomoko at centre is a fantastic move. I really like this kid. I think he's got a massive future. He'd be the guy that I'd be looking at for a couple of tries in this game. For the Dragons, a couple of changes. Corey Norman moves back to six. Adam Clune jumps into the seven. Not really convinced on that harvest hearing. You've also got Jack Bird who's jumped into the one and from what I've seen of Jack Bird this year, I don't think he's got the mileage in the legs to be able to go a full game at fullback and hopefully he proves me wrong because I I love Jack Bird. I love to see him being successful, but I just don't like the moves that they've made. They bring but like Zach Lomax. I was going to say Lack Zomax. Lack Zomax. <laughs> Zach Lomax back into this game. Uh, he's obviously been a huge strike weapon for the Dragons over the last few years, and he'll be massive in his return. But for me, I just can't go past the Canberra Raiders. There are a couple of positives to the Dragons. Jack DeBellin into the starting team in 13. I don't know why on earth he hasn't been starting the last few weeks. I think for the Dragons to win, JDB, realistically, he needs to be playing close to 70 minutes. I think he's their best player outside of Ben Hunt, who's out as well. I thought Ben Hunt, he really held them together against the South Sydney Rabbitohs last week. They still got slapped by 30. I just can't see them winning this game of football, to be honest with you. For me, I'm going to take the Canberra Raiders in this one. As I said, Matty Tomoko, he's the guy that I like for a couple of tries in this one. The late game on Friday night sees the Parramatta Eels. They continue this absolute run from hell to finals footy, taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Big positive for the Paramount Eels is that Mitch Moses returns. This is massive for them. Will it be enough? I'm not convinced, to be completely honest with you. The other one is you've got Regan Campbell-Gillard, who's out as well. So, a lot of pressure on Junior Paulo and Nathan Brown through the middle. These guys really need to take charge. If you're a Junior Paulo owner or a Nathan Brown owner in Supercoach, over the next few weeks, I think this is a big win for you. Oregon Kafusi comes into the front row. I'm not expecting to see massive minutes from him, realistically. So, they're going to need a lot from Sean Lane and Nia Corey off the bench as well. They're carrying Will Smith off the pine still, so losing a middle like Regan Campbell-Gillard, it's going to be hard to replace. As I said, big minutes coming for Junior Paulo and Nathan Brown. I was listening to Justin Horro talk on his podcast earlier today about how, and I, I think he's spot on to be honest with you, how when they sort of get into the trenches, they all sort of turn into these ball-playing forwards and they sort of go sideways rather than going forward. I think if they're going to win this game, Junior Paulo and Nathan Brown, they need to be rolling their sleeves up and they need to be going forward to get Mitch Moses on the front foot. For me, I don't think South Sydney are going to lose this one, to be honest with you. I think they are unreal. I don't see South Sydney losing too many games on the run home. I don't think they're going to win this premiership. So at some point, they're going to have to lose a game. But I wouldn't be surprised if South Sydney don't win and don't lose another game in the regular season. I think they're locked in for either second or third place. I don't think that can possibly change the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, unless, of course, the Melbourne Storm completely shit the bed and don't lose another game, which is unlikely. But I'll take the South Sydney Rabbitohs here. Cody Walker, he is in un- unbelievable touch at the moment. Obviously on that left edge, they're looking incredibly dangerous. So Josh Mansell, he's a guy I like for a couple of tries in this game. The other guy I'm looking at is Jair. I think he's been playing great footy recently. Cam Murray, always a favourite of mine as well. Big test for the Paramount Eels, as it will be every week for the next six weeks or whatever it might be. As it was last week, the Roosters put 28 points on them. They scored no points, the Paramount Eels. So 
Hopefully a big bounce back game for them. But for me, I'll be taking the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think this one will be a little bit tighter than what people are anticipating, though. Super Saturday kicks off at 3 p.m. with the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Cronulla Sharks. Once again, a couple of changes for the New Zealand Warriors here. And realistically, when we get to kick off, you'll probably see more changes. Uh, you've obviously got Peter Hiku. He's moved back to the centres, jumped out from 5'8". I like him more in the centres, to be honest with you. Hopefully they can get some good strike outside of him. Um, Valia, who I spoke about earlier today on the podcast, really excited for him. Keep an eye on him over the next few weeks. If Peter O'Sullivan has tipped someone to be a superstar, he's a guy that you need to be watching. Chanel Harris-Tavita returns this week, which is massive. Uh, Peter O'Sullivan mentioned to me that they need to get some reps in Chanel Harris-Tavita in the 5'8 jersey uh, because they know that Sean Johnson's arriving next year. So I think you can lock CHT in to be the 5'8 moving forward. Uh, whether that means Sean O'Sullivan holds the 7 or you could see the Chad come back in, could go either way. But I think you'll see CHT staying in the 6 jersey moving forward. The big fellas return up front, Matty Lodge and, of course, Adam Fanua Blake, which is massive for this Warriors team. Josh Curran in the side as well. I absolutely love Curran. I think he's a star of our game. Very underrated. For the Cronulla Sharks, obviously life continues without Sean Johnson. A big test there. I really like the Warriors here. I think there's a bit of value in them. Uh, they're coming in at $3.10. If you can take them with the line, I really like the Warriors here. I'd be on a lot of those outside backs to score tries. I think this one will be a high-scoring affair. I wouldn't be surprised to see both teams score over 24 points in this one. But give me the Warriors in an upset here against the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, the 5.30 game is between the Sydney Roosters and the Penrith Panthers. Uh, big, big test for the Roosters. We've obviously got Nathan Cleary, who could potentially return. And when I have a look at the odds, the Roosters are at $3.25. That screams to me that Nathan Cleary will be back in this game. And I mean, it's looking reasonably obvious anyway, but I think it's the, the, the odds just tell you that Nathan Cleary, he will be playing in this game of football. I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. This isn't one that I will be betting on, though. Obviously, Cleary coming back of a few weeks. Uh, we've heard that this shoulder injury, it is going to impact his football. So I'm not diving into the Penrith Panthers too heavily just yet. I think in a couple of weeks, they'll be back to their usual selves. Isaiah Yo comes back into this team as well, which is massive. I really do think it's underrated how much they've been missing him over the last few weeks. Everyone's been talking Cleary. When you're without Isaiah Yo, it has a massive impact on this team as well. Not a game that I'll be betting on, to be honest with you, because I wouldn't be surprised if the Roosters pull an upset here. The Panthers, yes, they're getting troops back, but they're still a long way from their best. And the Roosters, they're just a tenacious little mob, obviously getting a couple of guys back as well. Um, yeah, very interesting. Dale Copley walks into this side. Uh, you got Teddy back at fullback. We've seen Joey Manu there over the last few weeks. So they're starting to get back to their normal shape, the Roosters. This one an avoid for me, but I will be taking the Panthers off the back of Nathan Cleary returning. If Nathan Cleary isn't there and you can get the Roosters at 325, I'd probably take the start here, but I really don't mind that punt there. The late game and probably the game of the year so far. Cannot wait for this one. The Manly Seagulls and Tom Travojevic take on Craig Bellamy's Melbourne Storm. Game of the year for me by a mile and it ain't close. Cannot wait for this one. Really interested to see how the Melbourne Storm handle Turbo. The thing that has stood out for me for the Melbourne Storm over the last 15 years is that they take your best strike weapon and they just make them irrelevant. When we had Brett Finch on the podcast a couple of years ago, he spoke about when they played in the 0-9 grand final against Jared Hayne, and all they did was make him irrelevant and Parramatta, they couldn't keep up with him. No one had been able to stop Eels and Hainsey for the last 14 weeks, and they absolutely braved in the Melbourne Storm. So really looking forward to what they've got in store for Tom Trevojevic. And on top of that, if they have got something installed to stop Tom Trevojevic, do they show it now or do they wait it to the end, wait to the end? We know a couple of years ago, I think it was 2018, when the Roosters beat the Melbourne Storm in the grand final. I remember Victor Radley saying after that 
we knew how to beat them 12 weeks ago, but we didn't want to show them that we knew how to beat them. And I thought that was really, really interesting. I believe the Melbourne Storm beat them the last time they played, and Rads did mention they knew how to beat them, but they didn't want to reveal it, so the Melbourne Storm couldn't react to it. And, man, one of the most dominant performances in that grand final that I've ever seen against the Melbourne Storm. Take out the 40-0, it was right up there with it. So interesting to see what Craig Bellamy does here. If he knows how to stop Tommy Turbo, do we... Does he show his hands? Because we know how that's going to play out the rest of the season. It's a copycat league, as I always say. The coaches will sit and they'll watch how Melbourne do it. They'll try and emulate it, which might give Tom Travojevic five or six weeks to be able to overcome whatever they're doing. So really interesting little mind game there to see what happens. Desi versus Craig Bellamy. It's another headline act that I can't wait to watch. I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm in this one. I don't think the Storm lose another game for the rest of the season. I think they're going to go through and win this premiership and probably win, what is it, what's it going to be, like 20-odd games in a row or something to win this premiership, and I'm pretty confident they're going to be able to do it. In saying that, Manly Seagulls do happen to win this game. I don't think it's a bad thing for the Melbourne Storm, and realistically, if Manly lose this game, I also don't think it's a bad thing for them either. Both these teams, they've got their eyes on September. This will be a good hit out, a good match, but I think both they'll be looking forward to. I, I think they're going to have to play each other again to win this premiership. I think that at some point during the finals, these two teams are going to have to meet and they're gonna, you're, you're going to have to beat each other to try and win this premiership realistically. Give me the Melbourne Storm this weekend though. Sunday afternoon, we've got the Canterbury Bulldogs up against the West Tigers. Canterbury coming in at $2.75. Now, the thing that I like about this Canterbury side is that Trent Barrett's taken a bit of a punt and he's moved... The hook at a 5'8", uh, beyond Iodo, and I've been really, really impressed with this kid, and I'm glad that they've taken this punt. He has just got some X-factor about him. He's a natural footballer, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him go. I said to a mate the other day that he's incredible out of, out of dummy half because his ruck recognition is good, but it's not fantastic. Sometimes he runs at the wrong time, but he's got such a great running game that running at the wrong time, he sort of turns it into the right time, and he scored a good try on the weekend in a similar sort of situation I can't wait to see him at six. I think he's going to really give the Tigers some terrors. If he's the best player on the field, which I think he's got the ability to be, I think the Canterbury Bulldogs can win this one. Um, maybe a little wild card punt there on the Canterbury Bulldogs. They've been really good the last month, except for last week. They went like a busted. I think this team is on the... T- is on the up. Still missing Luke Thompson is massive, though. But keep an eye on this 5'8". I think he's going to be really impressive on the weekend. And the hardest thing about this for the Tigers is, is that they've got no tape on this kid, yeah? So it's really hard to prepare for him. It's a game where Canterbury's under no pressure. The Tigers are still planning on playing finals footy this year. So a bit of pressure on the Tigers. The Bulldogs, they can throw the ball around and see what happens. And this is where you'll get the very best out of the six and out of Jake Avarillo. For me, though, I am going to take the Tigers. I think I'm just going to play it safe here. Um, um, I mean, Adam Dwayne, he's been in really good touch recently, and this is a must-win game for them. This is probably a game that I'll probably have a bit of money on Canterbury because I just think there's some good value there. I'm not confident they're going to win, but games in the modern day, you know, they can just go either way. It's so unpredictable, so hard to get a read on this Tigers team, which can, which team is going to show up as well. So my main excitement out of this game is watching the six, though. I think it's a really good gamble by Coach Barrett. I'm going to see how this one plays out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, the last game on Sunday afternoon is between the Gold Coast Titans and the North Queensland Cowboys. Once again, no idea how this one's going to play out. The Cowboys haven't been great recently. They've made a couple of really interesting changes. First one is obviously bringing Val Holmes back. Definitely helps their cause. Interesting to see how he goes first up. The other one, Probably the biggest one overall is Jason Taumalolo playing on the edge. So for me, I'd be looking at him as an anytime try scorer. Could do anything out there, but I really do think they're going to miss him through the middle. It's a big, big gamble for me. I don't know if they're putting him out there to maybe deal with David Fafita. I'm not sure what the thinking is here. I'll be interested to see if Taumalolo is still there next week, realistically. Maybe they're trying to psych Fafita out a little bit. I don't know what the thinking is here, but I think we've seen him out on the edge before and it hasn't been overly effective. He's not the most mobile guy in the world. So, yeah, I, I find it really hard to read this Cowboys side. I find it hard to read this Titans side. I am going to take the Titans on a dry track. I thought they looked really good the other day. I think AJ Brimson, he's starting to come into his own. I love the winger, Marshu. I love Brian Kelly. Toby Sexton, he's been playing some great footy. You've obviously got Jamal Fogarty on the extended bench. I think he was there last week as well. So, interesting to see how that plays out. It looks like Ash Taylor's the safest one out of all the halves in this team at the moment, which has blown me away over what we've seen over the last 18 months. The other guy that drops out of this side is Isan Masters. So Patrick Herbert comes back. Personally, I thought Isan Masters was unreal last week, and I thought he provided provided a lot of attacking opportunity. So an interesting move there. Jared Wallace, he's been great over the last month or so too. So a good test for him on Sunday afternoon against this Cowboys pack. But David Fafita, I think it comes down to him. If he's a top five player on the field, dare I say the Titans probably win. If the Cowboys, they can limit the opportunities that David Fafita has, which potentially has something to do with moving Jason Taumalolo out there, this game could be anything. But for me, I'm going to take the goal. Coast Titans in this one on Sunday afternoon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.